What's going on, Wolves? Welcome to Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind here on the Love Land Podcast. This is a sacred space to recommit back to your personal power with ease and efficiency. I am your host, Lotus Laloba, also known as your favorite mystic practitioner. <laughs> and it's a new season and a new year. And though it's been a bit of residual ghetto energy from 2020, let's stay focused on creating a harmonious future. First up, matcha, because it's life. Uh, all right, hopefully you're on my email list. Uh, if not, you need to head to my show notes and subscribe because we, we're taking it to a whole other level this year with the email list, boo. I need you to be a part. I need you to be a part. I recently updated the Lobaland Beauty Shop and the Manifest Matcha Skincare Line is now out on the website, an actual website you can purchase from. We're doing things. It's a good year. I'm talking oil cleanser, sugar-free face scrub, the beloved face mask that you all, 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 all enjoy, and a real hydrating face oil, all supercharged by spirit and superfoods. Everything is free of preservatives, handcrafted, edible, and blessed to help you with your relationship with your skin. Black women own, of course, so you know the magic is real. Matcha has inspired so much in my life, and this is a, I want to say like a well-written love letter, a thank you letter to matcha. <laughs> my intention is to bring the mindfulness and mysticism of matcha to all my wolves in as many ways as possible. Obviously, with this podcast, um, of course, with our matcha meetups that we'll be bringing back this year, of course, virtual, COVID-friendly. Um, and just so much more. And I know it will bring you more joy and ease because it's brought me so much joy and ease and so much opportunity to be my fullest and best self. So link to the shop is in the show notes. And because you are listening to the podcast right now in real time, I hope, which is uh, January 11th, 111 Energy. Look up the angel number. There's a blessing and a message for you in that. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so because you're listening to the podcast in real time, you get to shop the site before everybody else does, because I'm announcing that the restock is on the 17th, but for my podcast listeners and my wolves on part of the Wolfgang email list, you guys get to find out first, all right? All right, so for this season, we'll be diving into some of the most influential books on the market for creatives, and we're going to focus on three gems from that book that will help you align your mind, body, and soul. For January, we are focusing on The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. All right. All right, so bad. Let me <laughs> let me get a little subtle. Make sure you have your matcha with you. I am sipping on mine currently. Let's take a matcha sip together. Mm. Yes. Yes, I added some turmeric and black pepper and cacao powder uh, and some black seed oil to my matcha this morning, and it is it is a vibe. It's a vibe. Okay, so I read Big Leap a few times before, but it was something about recently finishing it last year. Like, everything just clicked. I don't know what it was. Like, when I say I read this book at least five times in my life... It just it was like a book I read. It just didn't like, I don't know, it never really resonated with me. But this time I was like floored by just the amount of knowledge I received. I finished the book in like two days. It was incredible. So the premise of the book is to show us that we can live happy, 
longer lives, okay? Like we can be happy for longer in our lives with a few shifts in our mindset and lots of practice and unlearning. I want to put that in there because yes, the methods that he talks about and he teaches are very, 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 very basic and simple, like simple AF, but it really requires you to practice strengthening that muscle um, and unlearning the habits that and the perspectives that you've learned that have caused you to be disconnected from your divine truth. Like, I want to kind of put that in there because there is there is work to be done <laughs> so that we can embrace uninterrupted love and joy. And I really picked up on his vibe reading the book this time because he just, you can hear, well, okay, so I listened to the audiobook of it because whenever I get a chance to listen to a book and it's read by the author themselves, I just feel like it's way more impactful than me reading it from the page. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> Do not come for me. I just find that there's just different like voice inflections and tonality that they use and you can just get their message clearer. Uh, so listening to him this time, this is my first time listening to the audiobook. I've read the book several times. He just, you can just see how at peace he was, like even talking about relationship with his wife and just his like, he's just at a sense of peace and he operates in that way. And it's something that I'm always searching for, um, like to get more access to that type of peace. This is a book every wolf should read because it teaches you three very valuable tools to help you live well. Number one talks about the different zones and really emphasizes working at your zone of genius. Two, it talks about upper limiting, what that is and how it affects us, especially as we start to have more success in life. And then three, Einstein time. It just allows you to tap into your mystical abilities. It's so much fun. So over the next few Mondays here on the podcast, the Matcha Moment segment, I will be going over these tools in depth, applying the CPR method that I've created so you can begin experiencing the growth these tools bring to you on a spiritual and a creative level of your wellness, all right? So this week, we're geeking out over Zone of Genius. Before we dive in, here is your reminder to open your notes via phone or pull out your journal because the info is life-changing when you're prepared to receive it. And I want you to be prepared to receive it. So take this moment. I'm going to take on this of my matcha. I'm going to give you some time to collect your things so you can get ready to geek out with me because it's really, really dope. Like so freaking exciting. All right, go ahead. Mm. I really can't wait for us to meet up again in person, y'all. Like, <laughs> so we can like do these recipes together. <sighs> One day soon. All right. So Let's get back into it. <clears throat> I first heard about this concept in a fake business school I enrolled in. It's a funny story for another time, y'all. But let's just say not everybody's who they need to be. Do your research. Do your research. Do your research. Don't give your coins away until you do your research. Anyways, the woman teaching spoke to us about four levels of comprehension and how we operate in each. And that was my first time of hearing about the zone of genius. And then, of course, now listening to the book again and realizing this is obviously where she got this information from, why she just didn't say that. I'll never know. It's not my business. Anyway, these four levels of comprehension help us to understand where we're at 
in expressing our purpose and passion to the world and like how we can uh, do better in, in expressing ourselves, right? It was a way to evaluate your growth and to see if you are truly doing your best to live your best. So first zone, everyone, zone of incompetence, all right? And this is shit you can't do, right? <laughs> Even if you studied hard at your best, you would be average, also known as a complete waste of energy and where no wolf belongs. You do not need to be operating out of your zone of incompetence. If something is is super challenging, and I feel like this is something we don't talk about a lot, especially with like creative uh, development as creatives, we think like if it's esoteric and it's difficult, it's making me cry and blood, sweat, tears, then it's worth it. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you're just exerting unnecessary energy and causing struggle in your life because you've been led to believe that that's what you need in order to be uh, verified as a creative, right? Or as an artiste or whatever title it is that you have, you need to have some type of struggle story. Um, and that usually comes from the space of us operating out of our zone of incompetence. So these are things that you just are not good at. does not matter. Like me, I'm not tech savvy. You know what I mean? I don't claim to be. It's not a life that I choose to live. It's not for me. I am incompetent when it comes to that space. And I'm okay with that. You know, I don't want to sit here and study technology to... Um, at least digital technology to that extent so that I can get better at it. I honestly just much rather hire someone who operates at a higher level and enjoys this shit so I can do what I enjoy, right? Second zone, zone of competence. So you can do what's asked of you. It's not great, but it's also not bad either. This is an underuse of your true potential. Zone of competence. Um, I haven't been there in a while, kind of grateful. I think you can recycle through these zones too. It's not like you're just permanently in one place. Obviously the goal is to have an extended period of time in um, like, you know, your, your zone of genius, but um, you're going to cycle through things as you're growing and learning and unlearning and unraveling. So like, please don't take that to heart, but essentially a zone of competence would be like, like I'm good at social media, right? I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at, like if I put actual effort in, I can get the engagements, I can get the likes and the shares and all that stuff like that. Do I enjoy social media? Most of the time I don't, right? But can I get it done? Yeah, like I could make a living as a social media manager and do decently well. I would not enjoy it though, but I can, I have the skill set to make it happen, right? Now, three, zone of excellence. This is where a lot of us can live as creatives, right? We do what we are really good at, what we can do in our sleep. Like for me, it's teaching. I'm amazing with kids. I even got the nickname, the child whisperer, like no lie, multiple times from multiple sources. <laughs> That's why teaching is like so second nature to me. It's like, I can, I really can do it in my sleep. I can meet any child. I don't care what, what the history is with the, with the child or things like that. Like, give me a few hours and we're, we're going to be Gucci. We're going to be fine. We're, we're, it's going to be okay. Like, trust me, I've, I'm a, I'm a bomb teacher. I can actually like 
hype myself up on that. And I do love it too. Let's not get it wrong. That's the tricky thing about the zone of excellence. I also do love teaching. It's not something that I feel challenged in though, because it's so, it comes to me like so second nature. I don't feel like, oh man, like I'm really growing in that space. I just, I can operate really, really well in it. And that's why it can be dangerous because we can see that we can live a very comfortable life in the zone doing just enough, but living with no passion. And in all honesty, that's really ghetto. And I want better for myself and I want better for you. So if you're operating out of your zone of excellence, one, don't feel bad because again, a lot of us do. A lot of us operate out of our zone of excellence because we are able to have stability, most likely financially, right? We also have something that is routine that we know we can do. And there's a level of comfort. And especially as a Black body in today's day and age, there's nothing wrong with operating out of your zone of excellence. It's probably one of the things that brings you comfort of like, okay, this is the one thing that I know I can manage and that I have like actual um, safety in because I just know how it works, right? There's no surprises and we get enough surprises from this damn world. So I get that. But the reason why I say that it's ghetto and I want better for you as well as myself is because we are so much more. As Black bodies, as creatives, as wolves, we are so much more. We're so expansive. We're always unfolding. And I feel like when we get to our zone of excellency and we just stay there, we start to cave in on ourselves. We start to really limit our experience here uh, in this world. And then that means that we aren't fulfilling our purpose. We're not showing up with passion. And then we're really doing not only ourselves a disservice, but our community, our loved ones, um, people that will never even meet at the service because that energy, you know, it's supposed to transcend and influence. And if we don't get to the, <clears throat> I want to say get to the vibration where we can express our fullest selves, it just kind of like, you know, whether you believe in reincarnation or not, like it's going, it's going to be a repeat. And I, I just much rather use up all of the skill set, all the talent, all the passion that has been bestowed upon me by God, Oshun, <laughs> my ancestors, my angels, the, the divinity, how whoever you call on to, just being able to use up everything that was given to me. So when it is my time, I am at peace. And I am just like, all right, bet. And really, the only way you can do that is if you're operating out of your fourth zone, which is the zone of genius. This is where you get to shine so bright, where opportunities find you, and you are sought out as the expert in what you do. You flow in your creative work and learn something new in the process, living in the harmony with divinity. And... See, Zone of Genius is where I choose to be, and I only want to work with wolves who are able to access that zone. It's a beautiful experience. Like, I just want you guys to take a moment to imagine this. Imagine everyone you work with doing what they absolutely love. Not, hey, I'm really good at it, um, and I've been doing it for years. No. Not, oh, I can. I have a skill set to, to complete it. No. Not, I've never heard it before, but I want to do the work. No, I'm talking about they live and breathe this. Have you ever been around someone who's operating in their passion? It is so freaking 
beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. You get to just, you just see their divinity shine through. You see them get so excited about things that most times you probably could care less about, but because they love it so much, because it charges them and aligns them with divinity so well, it's 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 a, a beautiful experience to be a part of, to witness, to um to have in your life. That is what I want. That's that's where I wanna be. And I wanna be there because there's it's like inspiration for others, right? When I'm in my zone of genius, anyone is it anyone around me is is inspired. Anyone around me is like, damn, let me let me jump into my zone of genius real quick. There's like this positive domino effect that happens when you get to work with um, or work in your zone of genius or someone who's working in their zone of genius. It's truly an incredible experience. It's them doing what they love. I want you to imagine the efficiency of the experience as well. <laughs> People who love what they do, number one, they do their work really freaking well in a way that you could never have asked of them because you don't even know that's possible. You feel me? Shout out Philly for the, the background music. Uh, but it's just something so freaking phenomenal to me when I get to operate out of my zone of genius or like I'll see my partner, Gary. He operates out of his zone of genius often, almost like every single day for periods at a time. And it's just magnificent to watch someone be so passionate. It's like, I don't know, you just it's like you get to see God in motion in a way. It's very beautiful. And it's what... I want to have in my life because I think that that is beauty. A true expression of God's love is operating out of your zone of genius. And as a practitioner, I'm here doing the work to live in that zone as much as I can. And let me tell you, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes I make it difficult because of my past experiences that I hold on to. And I got to do some shadow work and then I'm back into that easy flow again. But it's worth it. I think it's worth it. I think that if you are operating out of your zone of genius, if you are building a brand or a company or creating some type of project or movement and everyone that is in your core team, at least, is operating from your zone of genius, what you're going to do, that energy that's going to wave out to others, that's going to call other people, other people home to you into that project is it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a dream to build. And I'll give you a great example before I get into the CPR method for this week. So a lot of you may know that I host some live events. I was doing a few of them last year towards the end of the year, of course, following all the COVID protocols necessary to have that so that we can have safe and sacred fun. Um, but I collaborated with my homegirl, Rain, of the Rain Noir brand, the Triple Goddess Tribe, and she's a sensual practitioner, goddess extreme extraordinaire. This girl's just, if you're needing to get back into your sensuality, into your sexuality and explore that, you need to go hit up ring. Either way, it's something that I'm also passionate about, right? So me practicing sensuality is probably my zone of excellency, not my zone of genius. Either way, it's her zone of genius. And my zone of genius is being able to cultivate and gather like-minded individuals into a space for collective experience. I love doing that, honey. That That's part of the zone of genius for your girl, okay? So we would host these events, and it's so funny because my zone of excellency is event planning, yes, but it's the sacredness of bringing like-minded women together, Black women together, so that they can 
unfold and explore their sensuality without feeling pressure to perform, without feeling like they need to um, hide themselves or be ashamed or compare themselves, right? All of that stuff. So working with the rain, we found that it was just so easy. We were having back-to-back events, weekend events, not being exhausted after the events, making really great income from these events, but also having such beautiful, wonderful experiences with the wonderful wolves out here, our central wolves out here in Philadelphia. And that's what Zona Genius will do for you. It'll make something that could seem so tedious and so exhausting, so exhilarating, and so terrific to experience. Now, here's my CPR method to help you discover and live in your zone of genius. First up, you guys know CPR stands for create to connect, praise on purpose, and recover to resonate. But you know, I have to switch it up, get a little customizable because that's the type of stuff that I create. I create things that you can apply for you and your own experience, okay? First up, create a list. Think back to your childhood. What excited you? What were you really good at? But it still challenged you a little bit. Write out as many activities or feel-good memories as you can. I really want you to do a nice brain dump. Throw on some frequencies, get your cup of matcha, and give yourself a good 30 minutes just to write out anything that comes to mind. I don't care if it's like, oh, I was really good at coloring, or I love to remix songs on the radio. Speaking from my own personal experience, of course, write everything out. A really good example is for me, I was really good at helping others express how they felt. The journey of identifying their emotion was really exciting to me. And I was doing this at a very, very early age. I was always nominated Miss Congeniality um, because of how well I was able to communicate with others and help them feel seen. It's been a part of who I was since I was a little girl, but it was also a bit of a challenge for me. It was a healthy challenge. It got me excited like, oh, I've never experienced this before. Let me see how to maneuver this. That's what I'm talking about. Not a challenge where you're exhausted afterwards and you're at the brink of your emotional uh, boundaries and you feel like you're about to fall apart. I don't, we don't subscribe to that type of living here in Loba Land at all. But definitely write down a list about what you did in your childhood. The reason why I explicitly say childhood and maybe even your early teenage years is because there's wonder, there's magic. Children are so close to God, source divinity, whatever you want to call on. They're so close to it. So when you look back and you reflect, you'll really start to start, one, you'll start to feel really good and you'll start to tap into that flow that will allow you to access and operate from your zone of genius. Now, Second thing I want you to do is play around. Bring this mantra mantra to the front of your mind. What's fun? That's it. That's it. What's fun? Joy should be at the forefront of your creative expression. Your process doesn't have to be so painful. It can be easeful. This helps you to make a clear, intentional choice. Use that as a filter to pick out your top three to five activities from the list you just created and start to see which one feels good to do. Give yourself time to experience and document your experience. So what that means is after you've created your list, go back over it and with each one, take your time with each activity, each memory on that list. Dive deep. I want you to tap into all five of your senses. Like, what does it feel like for you? 
like what what smells can you remember what sounds can you remember what what sights like really get into the overall sensual experience of each activity because it's going to help you identify which one you want to bring in to what you're currently doing now so that you can access your zone of genius okay and joy is the indicator. If you're not feeling joyful from it, put it on put it on the back burner. It doesn't mean it's not a good idea. It doesn't mean that it's not um, a great activity. It just could not be for you in this moment right now. And that's totally fine. Last but not least, I want you to reflect and review. Look back at your experiences and see what about them resonates with you on a mental, spiritual, and physical level. What got your mind moving, your soul stirring, and your body buzzing? How can you add more of that experience into your day-to-day? Review your energy around these joyful acts every month or few months to keep you present in all that you do. This, again, so crucial. I think a lot of times we'll find these really dope-ass techniques and we sit with them for a little bit and we're like, damn, this is so, like beautiful and I get it, but then we don't go back to it, right? We we forget the art of practice of like, let's revisit it again and try it out here. I'm going to try it out in this mood. I'm going to try it out in this environment. We don't do that because we're always moving so fast paced. We don't have in our minds enough time to go back and revisit things. I'm encouraging you to add this to your practice very early on in 2021 because reflecting and reviewing is gold. One, because it teaches you your patterns that you already have, the habits that you've already created. So you can either unlearn those habits and replace them with better habits, or you can have more of those positive experiences in your life. It's very hard for you to know that if you're not documenting it in some way, shape, or form. And you could be as creative as you want in documenting. If you want to do um, a video diary, do a video diary, an audio diary. If you just want to write it out in your journal, maybe you want to document it on your Instagram page. There are so many ways to document your life and your experiences. Just make sure you carve out the time to review and reflect them because that's where you get that, you get to uh, fortify that knowledge, fortify that experience and make it something that resonates with your soul. Okay, so you, again, CPR method to living in your zone of genius, create a list of all of these joyful things you should do in your childhood, play around, start to filter out which ones really brought you joy, which ones are just fun to do, <clears throat> and then reflect and review, start to witness your patterns, start to practice those activities and in, infusing them into your day to day. And then from there, I think it's just going to be such an exciting experience for you. I've been practicing this myself for the past few weeks, and it's been very eye-opening for me um, because, again, as a practitioner, we tend to learn a lot of different techniques and things like that, and then we tend to forget that these things exist. And then we get into a moment of crisis or we start to experience contrast in life, and then we don't know what to do. And we're just kind of like, oh, shit. Uh... How do I operate? How do I heal from this? And I don't want that for myself anymore. And I feel like I can say for the community of wolves that tune into this podcast that you guys don't want that for yourself anymore either. It's time to live in our joy despite what the world is presenting us. There's still joy. There's still beauty. There's still peace. There's still ease. And operating from your zone of genius, even if it's just an hour a day, even if it's just a few times a week, will drastically improve your way of life and allow you to live well, okay? 
So thank you so much. <laughs> Make sure you're on that email list. Again, get on the email list. I'll be shifting off Instagram this year because I'm just not into the vibes anymore. It's really ghetto over there and I'm just not here for it. So I can create an intimate, intentional community where we can howl at the moon together, bask in our beauty and love each other like a wolf gang, gang, gang does. I would love to have your energy there. So again, if you're subscribed to the email list, and to the podcast, you'll know when I announce this community. It's going to be a free community. It's going to be a dope community when it's time. It's time. Till then, share, comment, rate. We are claiming the number one spot for spiritual and creative wellness as a podcast. I love you to the moon and back. And I want to do one quick announcement before I go. Maybe, maybe two. We'll see. All right. First up. <laughs> Uh, the new segment, Conscious Conversations with Lo, starts this week on Friday, and we are featuring the incredible Portia Boston, who is an inclusive, inclusivity and diversity educator, which is uh, a very beautiful, and I, and I can I'd probably say triggering experience. And we actually had a beautiful conversation talking about how uh, what diversity means, especially as a Black person and as a, a Black woman in wellness, and um, what inclusivity looks like and how to get paid well as a Black practitioner. It's a really good conversation. So make sure you're tuned in. It drops this Friday at noon. And I'm so, so, so excited for you guys to get to know her and to learn all about it. January's theme is all about living well. So you're going to get to hear from amazing experts who know how to do that. I love you. I love you. Make sure that you are subscribed and I will see you, talk to you, chat with you, love on you, love on you always, but you know, next episode. <laughs> All right, Wolves, make sure you meditate, make sure you hydrate and make sure you show the moon some love and I will see you soon. Mwah. Bye Wolves.